Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome back, everybody, in another edition of the Sportster Show. My name is Jim Parsons. I'm here with thesportster.com, and this week we are talking all about the Vince McMahon drama, the backing off of the CEO and chairman of the board for WWE, Stephanie coming in and taking over as CEO and chairwoman of WWE. We'll also talk about SmackDown and the return of Brock Lesnar. We're going to talk a little bit about Sasha Banks and is she or is she not released by WWE. We've got lots to cover on this episode, so stick with us for the next few minutes. If you can, we'd love it if you'd go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for us. A five-star review would help us out a lot. Or just download and subscribe to your favorite podcast platforms. But this is episode 11 of the Sportster Show. Enjoy. got a very, 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 very big show to talk about here tonight. All sorts of news that happened over the last week. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Sportster Show. My name is Jim Parsons. I'm here with the Sportster.com. As always, joined by Norman Quarantine on the other end. Norman, how are you? Good, man. I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about uh, all the all the crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we thought we would be dealing exclusively with the Vince McMahon story, and then all of a sudden we're hearing... You know, rumors of Sasha Banks. Then we get SmackDown tonight, which Vince McMahon was on for all of a few seconds. But the show closed in quite a surprising fashion. So, uh, yeah, we got lots to go through. We're going to do that uh, right away. Where, where should we start? I mean, we had planned on talking mostly about Vince McMahon. Should we talk about that? Should we talk about SmackDown first and the big return that happened tonight? Where do you want to go? Yeah, let's start with SmackDown since it just happened. If okay. you wanted to head out, so, yeah, talk about that. So when it comes to Vince McMahon, we'll be working a little bit backwards, right? Because... The last thing we know right now is that Vince McMahon was on the show, and he didn't say all that much. There was a lot of talk and speculation about what he might address, if he was going to talk about the allegations, and we'll get into all of this in a minute here. Uh, For the short end of this is, before we get into it deep, uh, Vince is in the middle of a poop storm of allegations that he had an affair, paid $3 million hush money to get that person to keep things quiet. 
Uh, there's an investigation. He's now stepped down as CEO and chairman of WWE, and Stephanie McMahon has come in as CEO. There, there's your Coles Notes version. Now, Vince McMahon showed up on the show tonight, and everybody was like wondering, what's he going to say? What's he going to do? He gets in the ring. He does nothing except get a cheap pot from the crowd in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and then says, uh, WWE's, what do you call it, their signature, then now forever together, the most important thing being together, drops the mic like a boss, no pun intended for Sasha Banks, walks out, and that was it. Um, so first reactions from you, was that what you expected from Vince McMahon tonight? Um, I don't know what I expected, I th- but I'm not surprised, right? Um, there was, in the back of my mind, I did think that that was the kind of thing he would he would do. I'm sure it would have been very... I thought when it was announced that he was going to be on the show tonight, uh, I thought that was pretty ridiculous anyway. Um, there's like, you know, legitimate sort of, uh, investigations going on, uh, regarding these, um, alleged hush payments, etc. Um, so yeah, I figured it just, it was just, it seemed ill-advised to me. Um, and I'm sure some of, some people around him said the same thing. Um, so yeah, in given the fact that it was ill-advised, there probably wasn't a lot that he could say, um, yeah, so and then we 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 you know we we had reports earlier about he was he was going to be in character or whatever and I guess we he wasn't really on screen long enough for us to sort of see him being Mr. McMahon. He did do a little strut. He did his little strut down to the ring. Um yeah, I mean it was silly and I don't think it was really necessary. I think the smart thing to do would have just been to sort of quietly leave and um let your daughter take over and cuz I feel like he's yeah, I don't know. It just feels like he's complicating things. And I guess if he wanted to, I guess he popped a rating. You know, I mean, we'll find out if he did. But I mean, it seemed like that's what he was, what his goal was, was to get people to tune in. So people, so there were eyes on the product when when Lesnar returned. Spoiler. I think he tried to do two things with this. One, pop the rating because mm-hmm. you know everybody's talking about him. I mean, mm-hmm. ten people in WWE, I think, were trending the other night. Uh, you know, number in the top ten, just because of this Vince McMahon stuff. Mm. Uh, so he knows people are going to tune in to see what he's going to say. Uh, the other part of this, I think, is him kind of giving a middle finger to everybody who is looking at him going, yeah, okay, this is our opportunity. Let's see mm. what we can do here. Let's see if we can remove Vince McMahon. Let's see if we can knock him off his pedestal a little bit. And if you remember, I don't know how many of you watching are fans that go back this far, but when he did the steroid trials in the 80s and stuff, he sort of rallied wwe against the world and he sort of did that again tonight right he didn't say much but he walked out with this strut popping people giving him the bow doing all sorts of they he he did the cheap pop with the city in minnesota i mean he really and then he said together the most important uh part of their signature hinting we're gonna stick together through this and so i think he showed very quickly people aren't gonna bail on him right Mm. whether he's right or wrong or whatever they are very loyal to vince mcmahon and I think he wanted to show that. Yeah, so a that's power all he play. Really was doing tonight. Yeah, yeah definitely it was a power play. He just mm-hmm. came out and did that, demonstrated it, and about thirty seconds walked away. Um, I don't know if it was the right move. I'm not sure if it was the smart thing to do. I suppose you got to give him some credit for not saying more than he needed to. But um, yeah, I guess we'll see. And it very, very quickly shows that he's not going anywhere. You know, yeah, he might not be the CEO, but he ain't going anywhere. He's going to be around and running business probably as close to as usual as he can. Do you think? Yeah, I think so. And I mean, look, this isn't the first time. I don't even think this is the first time that he's stepped aside as, I mean, I guess the the actual titles of the positions are, you know, kind of 
whatever but i can't i feel like wasn't linda ceo for for a while there when and he and you know he's so he yeah I, I don't know officially how it all worked if it ever broke down if the titles had changed but and if it did was that when they were public was that yeah yeah good question actually i feel like it was like maybe shortly before they went public but not um i'm not positive yeah yeah because that's the only thing that i think changes the equation here right this is now a publicly traded company with a board of directors all of whom are sort of doing this investigation yes there's a lot of talk about whether or not they're running this investigation like if this is a wwe headed thing and they're kind of in control of whatever's found here or if an external company that has no bearing on what WWE, you know what i mean like there's all sorts of that stuff going on uh but this is kind of the first time as a publicly traded company that it might be in the best interest if this is all discovered to be a real mess uh that vince mcmahon's not in power anymore Mm -hmm. and so when you have someone like stephanie coming in or you have someone maybe she's filling in until somebody else comes i don't know what they're planning on doing if they can get vince mcmahon out of there but um yeah it just seems like a very different situation but yeah, I think there's been times when he sort of had to take a step back for health reasons or other things. I don't remember, though, uh, exactly how long that was or who was in charge at the time. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, power play coming out, showing every, showing, showing the board that um, he's he's still the biggest one of the biggest draws in the business, I guess. Um, I will say, for the people there uh, that were in the arena and who were, you know, uh sort of doing the uh the bowing stuff uh that is very very pathetic <laughs> and uh embarrassing frankly um just for any uh, never bow to a billionaire no never not no billionaire deserves to be bowed to um especially one you know who who literally just had to you know step aside because he's being investigated for impropriety uh yeah don't do that guys don't do that that's what i'm gonna say yeah i'll, t- I'll tell you the you can still respect Vince McMahon for what he's done you know mm-hmm. in terms of and when i say what he's done maybe what he's done in the past which we could all discover here as they do this investigation there's a whole lot more than this one story but uh, i'm talking about what he's done for the wrestling business how he's right. elevated it made it an international product really become the biggest name in the industry by far not even mm-hmm. close everybody everybody is so far down in second place you can still respect that but there's got to come a point <laughs> Where you go, okay, like, there's a difference between the business person, what he's done, and the person and what he's done. Right, yeah. And you've got to be able to separate them and go, maybe we don't do anything. Maybe we just say, okay, let's see what he has to say. We don't react either way. Yeah. And then you wait. Right? Yeah. You just determine. Not necessarily guilty until proven innocent, but also not necessarily, you know, let's just worship this dude. Who knows what they'll find. Right, yeah, like for sure. Why not wait and see what happens? Right, here? It's yeah. What he has to say before you just you know, there's reverence for this dude all over the place. Like yeah. it's just, it was a little. You're right. I don't know. Pathetic, maybe. Yeah, sure. But it was odd. Like, Bootlicking. Yeah, and he knows it. He knows he's yeah. gonna get it. Right. Yeah. He abs- and that's why he comes out. Right. So yeah. He absolutely does. And I think Somebody, we should uh, we we should point out as well that I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure on the sort of. I don't believe that he's being accused of doing anything illegal, really. I don't know, right? So it's like... But not yet, anyway. Right? Yeah, maybe... The story is that he, this was consensual, right. uh, that he paid her out of his own pocket and out of company funds, although the board of directors, I guess, is apparently having a lawsuit served to them that they were you know, not acting fiscally responsible to the shareholders. And this is going to turn into a big mess, is really the reality mm. here. But mm-hmm. uh, yes, it doesn't sound like he has done anything 
And I would imagine that he knows he hasn't done anything illegal, maybe mm. some immoral stuff, maybe some mm-hmm. things that aren't quite ethical, but mm-hmm. not necessarily illegal. Otherwise, why would you let people dig in there, voluntarily dig around and see what they can uncover? So, mm. um, yeah, I'm assuming that he's not going to be found for anything illegal. He might lose his job, you know, best interests of the shareholders or what have you. But, uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to jail or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Now, somebody asked on here, it was Preacher who says, who is taking over? Uh, the Preacher asked that on YouTube. And, well, from what we know, Stephanie McMahon is stepping in as um, chairwoman and CEO during this process, which was interesting because she literally just stepped away. Uh, she said that she wanted to take some time to be with her family and things like that. Well, I can understand why you might come running back when this opportunity opens up for you or if you're just doing it to help your father out or whatever the reasoning is here. This is a pretty good opportunity for her. My question for you, though, is how much is she really in charge here? I'm not saying she isn't, but do we know? Like, is she really running the show yeah. today? Or is this just kind of a smokescreen for the shareholders for to appease people who are looking into this thing? Like, what do you? what's your gut reaction here? Uh, my gut reaction, I don't Do you watch Succession, the HBO drama yeah, series? I've, I've yeah, show a handful of time. I'm not totally up to speed on every episode, but yes, I do know the show. Yeah, in season, the most recent season, the third season, uh, there is uh, a very similar, <laughs> it's, uh, it's life imitating art, I feel like, where, and it's, you know, literally like uh, the daughter uh, is taking over Shiv Roy. Uh, and she very much is, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it very much, very much is just sort of a, uh, you know, like a, um, just, it's just for show, right? It's, uh, it's smoke and mirrors. It's just there to appease people. Um, and, but I bet even to do, even just to do that, I, I would imagine his ego took a bit of a bruising there. Um, the thing about, the thing that confuses me about all of this as well is like, this he's how old is vince now 76 76 he's 76 year old billionaire i mean at a certain point you've got to call it a day right i mean he doesn't need to he could he can see out the remainder of his time on earth on a private island if he wanted to but he but you know he's addicted to working i guess he is he's addicted to this Mm -hmm. absolutely he loves it more than anything else and from what we know he's no longer with vince or linda mcmahon they are officially to no you know, technically still married, mm-hmm. but the stories coming out now are that these two haven't been together for a very long time. Yeah. Um, so if that's the case, you know, his Stephanie and and Hunter have their kids, and he's grand granddad to them, and Shane's got his kids, and he's granddad. But how often is he seeing them? Right. So yeah. this is his thing. This is what yeah. he does. He travels. He works, and this is his thing. He works out at five a.m. in the morning, and he gets up to start work at seven. Like this is the Vince McMahon that we have known, and a lot of people have loved for. 45 50 years yeah like so he's not you'll literally you'll have to pry it out of his cold dead hands for sure this is the only other way to get this from him is that he's removed by his board of directors because they're a publicly traded company right yeah and then the linda thing like if them them we don't know for sure right there's been no official confirmation from anybody about whether or not they are still uh you know married in name only or whatever if if I just feel like who would care if they got divorced? Like I don't know why they just like why I, maybe they, maybe it's just too much hard work or they don't want to do it. They can't be bothered with the publicity because she was you know a member of a president you know a, the government at one I was point. Say, her political aspirations might have something to do with that, but yeah. But then Donald Trump was has been divorced like four times and he got to be president. Yeah, no. So come on. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, it's know. funny. It, it's going to be very, very interesting to see where all of this goes. Um, mm-hmm. Moving on though on SmackDown because we're just we'll keep you guys up to speed on this. By the way, go to thesportster.com, check out other videos, other content we're doing, anything that's Vince McMahon related, and there are updates to the story. We will have it. So yeah, we did uh, end up talking about Vince first, but I guess that does make sense since it was like the biggest story. He he did open the show. Yeah, exactly. uh, So we can kind of skip through the rest of SmackDown to be totally honest with you because there was. Uh, not a ton going on. There was Raquel Rodriguez against Shayna Baszler, and then uh, Max Dupree did not bring his person out again because he didn't like the lighting in the ring and stuff like that. So not a whole lot of eventful stuff happening on SmackDown, but the main event was pretty awesome. Mm. Uh, This was what they were really building towards for most of the week. Riddle and Roman Reigns, first time Roman Reigns has been on TV in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, Looks like he's been taking it easy. I don't mean to be rude because he's usually in fantastic shape and he still is, but he looked like he had gained a tiny little bit of weight. Yeah. Uh, He's been, he's been resting a little bit, I think, Mm -hmm. and relaxing, which he probably well deserved. Mm, Uh, This was a fantastic match. Uh, Riddle and Reigns really put on a show. Mm -hmm. I thought Riddle and you had mentioned it on our last show. This could be one of those things. Maybe there is something to this riddle with all the storm coming towards SmackDown. It just sort of felt like maybe the stars were aligning here, but ultimately, Mm -hmm. Roman Reigns nails the spear off of the attempted RKO from the middle rope, mm-hmm. gets the pin, and retains the title. Mm. First of all, before we get into the big whatever surprise that we already talked about, what did you think of the match? Uh, yeah, I thought it was really, I thought it was really, really good. For yeah, it was probably pay per view main event quality. Um, so it was really, really refreshing and nice to see it on a SmackDown. Not that SmackDown, you know, SmackDown's not known for having, like, awful matches every single week or whatever. But, um, yeah, it was just cool to see a, a pay, sort of pay-per-view quality main event on on, a, on the weekly show. Um, I think it showed that Roman is, even though he hasn't been on TV for a few weeks, and even though when he, you know, his big WrestleMania moment, I mean, that match wasn't super, you know, wasn't super well well received or anything i think it showed that you know he can still go he's still actually despite um you know despite him despite all the sort of talk about you know all the all the like heel turns and face turns and and fan reaction and whether or not people like him or whether he's over like prior to the heel turn he's he actually is a really good pro wrestler um and it's nice to see him show that on he's the star of the show so you know it's nice that every once in a while he gets to be the star of the show uh and then i thought riddle was great too i think yeah i mean riddle is a really really fun guy in the ring a really fun guy to watch yeah reigns proved once again why he's the main guy uh Mm -hmm. he is reliable you can bank on him uh he always puts on a good show mm-hmm. um he, he was great even though he hadn't been in the ring for a little while uh he, he looked really really solid riddle a very very strong challenger uh i don't know what this means for him now that he's lost clean uh there's no randy orton around and from what we understand maybe not for the rest of 2022 although fans were calling for randy orton a lot tonight they were very vocal about hoping randy would just show up and be that guy at the end of the match to kind of uh, closed the show on a major hype. You knew something was happening, right? Because the show, the match ended about four and a half minutes before the end of the show. Yeah. So we're like, okay, what's going on? And then Roman Reigns typically does this. I think this is at least the second time where he's like, there's no one left to fight. There's no one left to fight. So you know someone's coming, right? It's yeah. just a matter of who. Is it Randy Orton? Is it whatever? It's Brock Lesnar. Of all yeah. people that we probably should have expected to see, but 
don't think anyone really expected to see tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brock Lesnar pops through the curtain, strolls down to the ring, stays, stands there face to face, and then starts F5 and everybody in sight. Yeah. Uh, fun way to close the show. Mm-hmm. Probably very, very good timing in terms of who's back because you've lost a ton of people between Cody Rhodes, uh, Randy Orton. A lot of big names are dropping like flies here. So the timing for Brock Lesnar is ideal. Will people care that it's a rematch from WrestleMania? Probably not. These guys are so marquee and so so big named mm-hmm. that it's just a huge draw, right? Uh, mm-hmm. What Were you surprised by the fact that it was Lesnar that came out? Um, surprised in the sense that I didn't, uh, I wasn't really expecting it. But then when it, when as soon as he came, it was like, oh, of course it's going to be Lesnar. Um, there's nobody else. I do wonder, and yeah, I feel like, you know, I feel a, a little, a few people are maybe a little bit disappointed that they're going to run Roman versus Brock again. But I guess we didn't get a rematch from WrestleMania uh, whereas every seemingly every other match at WrestleMania got at least two rematches. Uh, so yeah, we haven't had a Roman Brock rematch yet. So I guess, yeah, I guess in that sense, it makes sense. And there really isn't anyone, I can't see like who else it could be. They have maybe, if I don't know, they've put themselves into a corner a little bit here. I feel like, but maybe it isn't a problem because you want Roman on top. So if there's nobody who can, but yeah, he doesn't really have any believable challenges other than, Brock Lesnar who returned so I guess I guess it from that point of view it makes sense it would be good if they had some other stars that they could throw into the mix basically yeah yeah this is where you kind of look back and you go man it really would have been good had we so kind of started growing that one or two guys bubbling underneath that mm. in the event you know Cody goes down or Randy goes down or Riddle wrestles his main event match and then it's out of the picture because he mm-hmm. lost mm-hmm. that we have someone to mm. put in there, right? And mm. you don't really. So yeah. I don't know if Lesnar was the long term, like if he was always planned to show up tonight or if WWE's just kind of pushing the panic button here and going, oh, crap. Like, do you get the impression that they're going to wrestle at Money in the Bank? Because from what we understand, they were on the poster, then removed from the poster, and none yeah. of these guys were going to be there. So I'm going to say SummerSlam, honestly. Now? Okay, that's what I'm yeah. wondering. Like, are they, are they rushing this and getting this on Money in the Bank because so many people have fallen down here and there's injuries? Or mm. do you think they're just building the long game and they're going to go through Money in the Bank without these two on the card and then yeah. just them back for something? Yeah, I think we're going to see them at SummerSlam. I think this will. I think this is the SummerSlam main event that we're going to see. Um, yeah, Money in the Bank, I wouldn't be... I don't know. Yeah, I, wonder, I don't know what's going to main event that, but I feel like, it's, I feel like we're in for another WWE pay-per-view without a world title match. Well, I'm going to assume it's one of the ladder matches, right? Yeah, like you'd hope so, whoever yeah. Whoever wins that thing, you know, whether it's Seth or whomever, and now mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre and Sheamus are in. We learned that tonight on SmackDown, which was yeah. sort of silly, the way the last week went, and they both got disqualified. Right. Um, yeah, so I'm going to guess that's probably the main event, and then that person's going to be the guy we watch uh, heading into SummerSlam to see if he capitalizes or cashes in. Maybe the, uh, yeah, and like I mentioned them booking themselves into a corner, which isn't actually true because, like I said, like Roman is champ and they want Roman to be champ. But if they are, like, I don't know, I, I mentioned this last time, but I kind of feel like, I feel like Roman wants to take some time off, like actual take some, like, like an extended, like six month hiatus from the business, um, which he also probably deserves. So if that's happening, then I don't know who... Like they would, they they do need to, you know. Obviously, this is pure speculation. So when I'm talking about booking themselves into a corner, I'm like, this is just in my own imagination where Roman Roman Reigns wants to take some time off. 
But I feel like, yeah, if he does decide to take some time off, they need to figure out a way to get that title off him. And there are really only two ways to do it, and that's Brock Lesnar beating him or someone cashes in the money in the bank. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. that's true. And then, then you have to ask yourself, okay, what does that do for everybody's, like, we've been building Roman, building Roman, building Roman with the hope here. I don't know if this is the hope behind the scenes that there's an eventual you know, clash between the rock and Roman reigns with these belts involved, mm. or if they were never going to include the belts in that and mm-hmm. just have Roman and the rock, which would be good even without the titles. Yeah. It um, doesn't need the titles for sure. No, it certainly doesn't. So, but Brock is one of those guys, no matter when he wins it, if he wins it, people, half the crowd's going to be like, yes. And the other half's going to be like, again, for right? sure. So no matter what you do. And then with your theory of somebody, maybe even a middle card underdog guy wins the Money in the Bank match and then wins the title, you're going to have the same thing. You're going to have happen right. like, yes, finally, someone new. And others are like, really? Yeah. Um, so no matter what you do, you're, you're, you're in a tough place. So I get yeah. where you're talking about backing yourself into a corner because it's a tough decision yeah. no matter what you do. But Lesnar's obviously a guy who can do it. He's done it before. Everybody believes it when it happens. Um, We'll see where it all goes. Yeah, and then I guess we got to mention, we do have Bobby Lashley and, yeah, Drew McIntyre, I guess. These are people who could conceivably um, be be champions. So, yeah, be champion yeah. again. Yeah, with that clash of the castle coming around over the quarter, Drew McIntyre is going to be a heavy part of that, right? So mm. um, we'll see how much that plays into it all. I suppose we should probably talk a little bit about Sasha Banks. Now, in doing so, we should say that we don't have any confirmation of this at all, but there are mm-hmm. now more reports that WWE has, in fact, released her. So we had heard coming into this that maybe it was Raj Geary Wrestling Inc. that reported that he believed that she had been released, and then he kind of he didn't back off, but he was sort of like, hey, look, it's possible. I have the wrong information, and if I do, don't expect me to break more news in the future. But I think this is what is going on, and I think I've heard this. And then there was talk, I think it was Andrew Zarian of Matman Podcast that said, uh, the lawyers are getting involved here and trying to expedite a release for Sasha Banks. And then Russell Votes came on today and said, yeah, we're hearing backstage. There's a lot of talk that she has, in fact, been released. Obviously, they didn't address it tonight. WWE hasn't made any sort of comment officially on this. Um, where do you think we're at with this? Is this all still just a wait and see situation? Yeah, I think, I mean, honestly, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if she had somehow, if she had been able to, if she had negotiated a release somehow. Right. Um, I think that maybe nothing has been, has happened yet, but I do think that we're close to something happening. Um, and maybe there's the paperwork hasn't been signed and dotted or anything like that, but I feel like maybe there's some sort of verbal agreement where um, they have agreed to sort of release her, but maybe there's some other sort of paperwork they want to sign, like NDAs and stuff like that, um, before they actually do let her go. Um, yeah, I'm cur- I, I am curious and looking forward. Maybe they're, re- with, maybe they're holding back on the news until the Vince stuff dies down a little bit. I was just but- going to ask you that. Yeah, yeah, maybe they're just holding off on that for a bit. But here's the thing, right? What does Sasha Banks do next, right? That's the question that I... So she can really do... She can go to Hollywood and she will be... But I also feel like she... I think we're going to see her do some... Do, like, a little bit of both. I think she wants to take a little break, maybe go shoot some shoot some movies. And then I can see... I can really see her doing a sort of John Moxley-style gig with AEW where she's, you know, she's an AEW contracted wrestler, but she does, you know, some stints in Japan every now and then. Mm-hmm. Well, she's certainly got a history there, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, when she took off last time, 
uh, that was where she wound up and she spent a lot of time training there and just sort of getting the love back for the business and stuff like so she's got that for sure mm-hmm. i would have to assume though and obviously i don't know that if wwe is going to let her go that there's got to be some sort of non-compete worked into that because yeah. she, from what we understand she was very close to her contract already being up anyway right yeah and if that were the case and she didn't renew she could go with no non-compete wherever she wanted to there's yeah. no time limit on that but mm-hmm. wwe doesn't want to give her because they could technically hold her contract right mm. so why would you let her out of it just to go to AEW with a no compete? Yeah, I'm sure I there'll be a no compete. There'll probably be a, a lengthy one worked in. Yeah, okay, fine. You want out? We'll let you out, but we're talking six months here or something, right? Yeah. Where you can't go over there and build off this whole whatever. Mm. Um, that wouldn't shock me if that yeah. was the case, and uh, she might not care because she yeah. looks seriously. I got other things I'm doing anyway, so mm-hmm. uh, maybe that's maybe that's the deal. I don't know, but. Yeah, I, I was kind of curious as to whether or not they would probably hold off on any announcement. But I wonder, what's your opinion? Do you think it would be better to wait? Or do you think it would be better to let this information out if it does become official so that the focus isn't on Vince McMahon and Stephanie and all this other garbage that's going on? Uh, you know, people can fans can talk about the Sasha Bank things and all of a sudden we're like, oh, well, yeah, what about Vince again? Right? Like, yeah. Would it be better for them to let that out there so that it takes some focus away? Or would you rather wait? And not have people go, see, stupid WWE, letting Sasha Banks go. Uh, I don't know. What would you do? Yeah, if I, I mean, if I'm like a PR person, I would probably just, I, I would slip, I would have had, I would have anna- quietly announced this already and just, uh, you know, it's, it, best case scenario is it takes some attention away from the Vince McMahon story. The worst case scenario is that it doesn't really take any attention away from the Vince McMahon story, but it doesn't get people don't notice it as much, you know, so there's not as much negative, uh, uh, negative sort of coverage going on. Um, and real quick, Jim, I did, I just do want to point out, I didn't see this, someone in our Facebook, in our YouTube comments, uh, Admiral Thrakash, Thrakath, Thrakath, Admiral Thrakath mentioned this. So shout out to you, Admiral. Uh, the, we do have confirmation now that, the SummerSlam main event is Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar in a last man standing match for the undisputed oh, WWE Championship. Yeah. Um, so they announced, they've announced the main event for SummerSlam and we don't still don't know the, the money in the bank main event. So that's interesting. Yeah. 42 minutes ago, just announced by WWE, Brock Lesnar will challenge Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal title in the last man standing match at SummerSlam. So there you go. Wow, we, we yeah. weren't even on air 42 minutes ago, so I don't know what... Uh, no excuses. <laughs> yeah, no, we just... Uh, we weren't we busy getting ready. Go, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Up on, the, on the site talking about Brock Lesnar, getting everything going. I'll have to update the article with that information as soon as I get off of the video here. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, so we had a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about with SmackDown. Is there anything that we should cover um, outside of the show? Things that didn't happen tonight? Uh, Even AEW, a quick hit on anything like that. Is there anything that we're missing here? I feel like we're missing something, but I feel like we've... Well, we do know that the... We do know that it's going to be Moxley versus Tanahashi for the AEW World Championship at Forbidden Door. Um, That's going to be... That should... That could could potentially be like a really... I mean, I, I would be surprised if that match was anything less than stellar. Um, and that's, I mean, it's not to everybody, but to me, that's, you know, a, a dream match of sorts. Um, and I mean, the result seems like a foregone conclusion, right? Because it's for the AW world title and it's between an AW wrestler and a new Japan wrestler. But honestly, 
I could kind of see Tanahashi winning that. I can just as just because people aren't going to necessarily expect it. Um, now, whether or not they can, yeah, whether or not he's going to be on TV every week if he wins is a different different question. Um, but yeah, ultimately, I think Moxley probably will win it. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, especially if the if the result could be Moxley versus Punk at a later date, right? Yeah. Um, that's a big sell for AEW. And the story for Mox is good too, right? I mean, he was, not so long ago, he was in a uh, an addiction treatment facility. Um, and so the, there's a beautiful poetic story there if he were to reach the top of the mountain again so soon after, um, you know, getting clean. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a couple other AEW items we should probably talk about. Uh, one, Christian Cage has turned heel. Mm, uh, yeah. He's dumped Jurassic Express. I'm not yeah. sure if he's joining anybody, if he's joining the Young Bucks or he's joining another thing. Um, I have two questions for you. One, were you surprised by the Christian Cage stuff? And two, do you think the turn was a result of the last-minute shift with the Hardys being removed from that mm. Um If that's if that is the case, then I think maybe they just they just made the turn happen a little bit earlier. Um, I think this is. I think they've been telegraphing this turn, this heel turn for for quite a while now. And I think everybody was expecting it. And I think because it's Christian and we've seen him do, we've seen him pull this stunt a bunch of times throughout his career. Um, yeah, so I wasn't surprised. And I, and yeah, I think they kind of telegraphed it, but wasn't disappointed. I think it was still pretty well done. And I love Christian as a heel. So I'm excited. Do you think the ju- uh, Jungle Boy injury is legit? There's some whispers and buzz that, he actually got hurt there. Is he just yeah. doing a really good sell job, or do you think that chair stunt went wrong? No, I think he's... I, I, I'd i be surprised if that was legit, right? Um, yeah, I do feel like after... Uh, after There's been quite a few uh, AEW shows where afterwards someone will post a video of, you know, sort of, you know, so-and-so is being stretched off, and, and they're sort of acting like it's real, and I feel like those people are... They're either being they're either being worked, which you know is totally fine. That's what we're all here to do, be worked. Or they're like, I don't know. It feels like they might be. I don't want to. I'm not trying to spread conspiracy theories here, but I feel like there's some, um, you know, coordination going on where I think uh, Tony Khan maybe likes to to try and make these these injuries seem a little bit more legit. Um, likes to get these fan these this fan footage stuff out, this fan cam footage out there where where the injuries look legit. Well, and it's also hard to know, too, when you've got what looks like what should be a natural storyline progression. Like, Jungle Boy mm. looked like he should have been stretchered out, right? Yeah. Where you have on SmackDown not too long ago, Zia Lee looks like she gets hurt when she takes a punch from Lacey Evans. She rolls out of the ring. She's helped to the back by the officials. That doesn't seem like that was something that was supposed to happen to me. Yeah. Right? So there, there are those situations where you're like, okay, well, there's footage of both of these people online. Which one's real? Which one's not? Are they both not real? You never really know. Mm-hmm. But I always tend to go with, okay, well, this one makes sense for the story they're trying to tell, that he yeah. would be stretched out because of what just happened to him. So right. I'm going to assume it's a work until I'm told otherwise. But yeah. Um, yeah, very interesting. And then the other thing I wanted to bring up was Will Ospreay's been around a lot in yeah. AEW lately, and he is mm-hmm. now facing Orange Cassidy at Forbidden Door. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, do you think this Osprey stuff's kind of flown under the radar with AEW? Like, he's a pretty big name that is just now showing up in AEW for the first time. Yeah, maybe a lot of fans that don't watch uh, only WWE and AEW don't really know him as well, mm-hmm. but uh, he's a big deal. And what do you think of the fact that he's wrestling Orange Cassidy? 
Yeah, so this is a big deal, really. I mean, he has whatever you he his stock isn't as high as it once was, but he is still, um, you know, whatever you think of him out of his sort of and behavior and personality outside of the ring, he still is one of the most talented in ring performers around. Um, and he is a big star, a big star in Japan, a big star in the UK. He, um, so yeah, AEW, him being there is a big deal. However, I feel like because it's probably not a permanent thing, maybe there's some, maybe they're not, you know, there's a lot of the New Japan guys that kind of show up and then disappear. So yeah, maybe they don't want to get anyone's hopes up. Um, I think the he had a very, very good max, match with Dax Harwood on Wednesday. That was just phenomenal. And to nobody's surprise, it was good because Dax Harwood is just, <laughs> he's like, he's, he's he, I think. a lot of love lately. He's got to be, he's probably the rest, my wrestler of the year of 2022, just because he just keeps having these, being involved in these banger matches. Um, he's riding that wave right now and he hasn't fallen off yet. He is yeah. just on fire. Absolutely, yeah. And so, yeah, Osprey being this big deal. Him versus Orange Cassidy, that's going to be very interesting. That's going to be very interesting. Um, I think that the, the styles are going to be... The, the sort of clash of styles there is going to be fun to watch. Osprey is... Um, he's a good performer. And he's... Yeah, like when, when he was confronted by Cassidy on uh, on Dynamite... He was doing his facials and all that were very very entertaining. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that match. I feel like is was was that the best person they could have paired him with? Probably not, but I'm I'm you know it's going to be a stacked card. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, we got uh, two more things before we close it off. For mm-hmm. One. Are you surprised this MJF stuff is just gone now? Like with everything <laughs> that's happened in the last whatever two weeks, not even right. Mm. You've got Orton, uh, Riddle, Roman Reigns, uh, Cody. Sasha Banks, Vince McMahon, nobody's talking about MJF right now. Yeah. Like, and that, if a work for AEW, was supposed to be their big summer thing, right? Yeah. Like that was absolutely the storyline of the century until the last two weeks happened. Yeah. So, what does that mean for AEW? Yeah. Is this a really, really bad thing? I don't know if it's a really, really bad thing. AEW did lose a lot of momentum after Double or Nothing, right? With the punk injury um they there's a few of the I, like i'm a big AEW fan I, I tend to think that for the most part the booking there is is solid uh solid to incredible um yeah but after for some reason since double enough and they've run out of steam a little bit um the punk injury didn't help and then obviously hangman lost at double or nothing and so his stock's kind of sunken a little bit um yeah, the MJF thing's kind of just fallen off the radar. It's been buried a little bit, but I think he's, you know, maybe this was the plan. Maybe they wanted it to die down a little bit, wanted him to take some time off, and then ultimately have him come back in in some capacity, um, get a big pop. Well, you hope so. Otherwise, if their plan was to have him go away and then hope everybody was talking about where's MJF, where's JM, it has not worked. Yeah, right? like nobody could have seen what was coming with all yeah. these news stories, right? But yeah, man, oh man, that would backfire huge. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, and my final question, just to wrap up the show, because we started mm-hmm. talking about Vince McMahon. Let's finish talking uh, mm-hmm. a little bit about Vince McMahon. What happens here? What is your mm-hmm. thought process on what, where does this go? Like, are we talking about a situation, do you think, where, like, we could legitimately see someone new running the company in the next couple of years? Or are we just going, you know what, this is Vince. This is what happens sometimes to him. He'll get through this 
maybe probably with a little bit of a hand slap and then away you go. Like, what are we talking about here? I'm thinking the latter, really. I'm leaning towards the latter. I think it would be very interesting and uh, sort of fun if um, the if the reins were to be handed over more in a more sort of permanent and official capacity. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking this investigation is going to, you know, they're going to, I'm sure he'll admit to some wrongdoing and then issue some sort of public apology and then probably everything will go back to normal. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking that's what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. been an interesting blip in the, in the history of WWE for sure. Okay. And then let me ask you this. If for some reason Vince McMahon does leave, are we looking at a situation where people who have wanted this forever are still extremely happy when it happens and remain extremely happy or sometimes be careful what you wish for because you don't know who's going to take over necessarily you don't know what their vision of the company is going to be we could see a ton of changes yeah uh, and maybe not all positive so yeah if Vince McMahon does go away do you think there's going to be as many fans looking at this going oh man why did we ask for that as yeah they are, okay thank god he's finally gone or most people are going to be like, it's about time. Like something had to happen here. This needed to change. I think probably the latter again. I feel like my my personal perspective is that um, as much res- you know respect as I as I have for uh, the the Vince McMahon's contribution to the professional wrestling business, which I think is you know inarguable. Um, I do think that the product, for the most part, is kind of stale and hasn't been consistently week to week entertaining just in my own opinion for a long long time um there's i i you know i can't remember the last time they really did you know two or three like incredible weekly shows in a row um raw tends to be mostly a dud it will normally have a couple of good matches on it but i i I haven't really enjoyed an episode of raw from beginning to end for a long time and i think fresh a fresh some fresh legs are needed basically like a fresh brain. I think someone else needs to come in there because people talk about this, you know, they have writers and and talent has creative input and that's true to an extent, but ultimately the buck stops with Vince and he loves it that way. Right. He likes to, we all, we, we hear stories all the time of, of um, people hashing out all these like really good ideas, writing these scripts, writing these monologues, right. Like writing all these beats for these feuds and Vince will go like, yeah, that's great. Let's do that. And then like change his mind five seconds before they go on air and just completely throw everything in the trash and start from scratch again, right? Um, and I think it has been an issue. I think it has affected the quality of the show. I think he's 76 years old. I think he probably, he is a little bit out of touch. I don't think he completely understands what wrestling fans want. Um, yeah, there are people who just want whatever he sh- whatever he's putting on. But I, yeah, for me, it could only be a net positive if somebody else were to come in uh, with a creative mind, and and I would like to see what some what a new brain could do with those puzzle pieces, being the WWE roster. Yeah, it'll be really mm-hmm. interesting to see if this actually changes anything or not, or if we're mm-hmm. just looking at one of those situations where we talk about it for a week and then it sort of dies down a little bit, and then in a month we don't even remember, but. Uh, it becomes part of a, a documentary or a memoir that is one chapter in a long story of whatever. But uh, it'll be really interesting. Uh, final question here on YouTube. Uh, somebody says, when will Randy Orton be back? And it doesn't look like anytime soon, probably the end of the year, if not 2023 from what we're hearing. Mm-hmm. And then Holly asks, what ties will Sami Zayn and the bloodline going be like now that Sami Zayn lost to Riddle? Um, 
I would assume Sami Zayn is always going to play the character that he is playing right now, which is that he wa- he's a wannabe uh, Bloodline member that never really will be a Bloodline yeah. member. With Brock Lesnar involved here now, I could see Sami Zayn sticking his tail between his legs and running away, uh, but also being quite entertaining while we watch him do that. So don't yeah. expect a whole lot from him. He's going to be kind of a side comedy part of this whole thing, um, but it'll be pretty funny to see and we've how seen they throw him at Lesnar. Yeah, we've seen Sammy and Brock do some fun stuff in the past. So yeah, I'm I'm I'd be happy to watch a repeat of that. <laughs> yeah, right on. All right, well let's close it off there. Uh, that was kind of a rundown of SmackDown, a little bit of Vince McMahon talk, a little bit of Sasha Banks talk, some AEW. Um, we covered a few bases here. So thank you again, Norman, uh, for everybody who watched on YouTube. We appreciate it for all of those of you that are going to be listening to this on the podcast. We appreciate that you're listening. Download, subscribe, leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. Check it out on the sportster.com at the bottom of all of our news stories. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, again, this has been another edition of the Sportster Show, brought to you by myself, Jim Parsons, and Norman Quarantine. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough, Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.